0: Hello, and welcome to AHR's Weekly Market Update podcast, brought to you by our Chief Investment Officer, Ian Ramsey. Welcome to this week's AHR Market Review, the week ending 6th of February 2022. It has been a volatile week for markets, as a four-day rally in US equities was cut short on Thursday as Meta's share price fell by over 26% in after-hours trading on Wednesday. Following the release of disappointing earnings guidance, and a decline in its actual user base. This wiped a massive $230 billion off its valuation in a single day, demonstrating how much more sensitive investors have become to earnings results of richly valued companies in an environment where interest rates are expected to rise. As of 12 p.m. on Friday, London time, U.S. equities were up 1% over the week, with U.S. technology stocks rising 0.8, despite suffering losses of 3.7% on Thursday alone. Overall, earnings results were mixed with Alphabet, Amazon and Snap, a direct competitor to Meta, all beating earnings forecasts. However, PayPal, the digital payments company, also suffered sharp losses as it warned that many of the new customers accumulated during the pandemic have not become active users of its service, guiding towards a weaker earnings outlook than previously thought. Its share price fell 25% on the news and by the close on Thursday was down by 30% from its midweek peak. European stocks, having not benefited from the rally as much at the start of the week, were trading low by 0.5% as of 12pm on Friday, whilst UK equities, having a low exposure to technology and a much higher exposure to financials and commodity stocks, were up 0.8%. Japanese equities, trading on much lower valuations to the US, finished the week 2.9% higher whilst Australian stocks rose 1.9%. Emerging markets rose 1.6%, with Hong Kong stocks playing catch-up, rising 4.3% after the Lunar New Year three-day public holiday. Yields on government bonds gently rose over the week, with the 10-year US Treasury now trading at 1.82%. Perhaps more strikingly, German bonds rose into positive territory for the first time in over two and a half years, as European inflation exceeded expectations, coming in at 5.1% for the year to the end of January. As inflation is a year-on-year comparison, economists had expected a decline, but after stripping out food and energy, although it fell back to 2.3% from 2.6% from the month before, this was still higher than forecasts, with many economists having penciled in a figure beneath 2%. The president of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde, at a press conference on Thursday declined to rule out raising interest rates this year. Markets are currently pricing in two rate hikes by the ECB by the year-end, which if borne out, may bring about the end of negative interest rates in the European Union. As widely expected, the Bank of England increased interest rates to 0.5% on Thursday in the face of escalating inflationary pressures. This was in the same week as the energy regulator announced a 54% increase in the price cap for energy bills, with a further increase forecast for October. This is on top of a 1.25% increase in national insurance contributions due in April to fund further expenditure on the NHS. The squeeze on household expenditures has arrived. The gold price climbed 1.4% this week, now trading at $1,812 an ounce. The copper price also rose, trading at $9,868, an increase of 3.9%. Crude oil rallied by a similar amount, rising by 3.2%, with Brent crude now trading at $92.9 a barrel and USWTI 92.1, whilst iron ore fell slightly, dropping 0.8%. US employment figures are due out today at 1.30 p.m. London time, With 125,000 new jobs expected to have been created in January in the non-farm payrolls, this has gradually been revised down following the very weak private sector payrolls number released on Wednesday by ADP, with the number of jobs falling by 301,000 versus forecasts of a rise of 180,000. This has been attributed to the spread of the Omicron coronavirus variant, to which markets are largely looking through as the virulence of the variant has increasingly been downplayed. However, whilst the US Federal Reserve says it remains data dependent as to its plan for quantitative tightening and interest rate policy, it remains an important indicator. That's all for this week's AHR Weekly Podcast. Thank you for listening and for further investment insights, head over to ahrprivatewealth.com.